The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus called the people to him and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a man which by going into him can defile him, but the things which come out of a man are what defile him. And when he had entered the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a man from outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart but his stomach and so passes on? Thus he declared all foods clean. And he said, what comes out of a man is what defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a man. The Gospel of the Lord. So today's Gospel reading follows on from yesterday where the Pharisees and the scribes have uh, questioned the Lord about his disciples and why they don't wash their hands because they are so scandalized. And so what happens is that they leave after the response from Jesus. They kind of begin to draw away, and they seem to be taking some of the crowd with them, some of the people with them. So the Lord calls out to those who have been now deceived by the Pharisees and the scribes, and almost like that fisherman again, he casts a net in order to bring them back to himself. And so he calls the people to him, and then he begins this parable. He begins to explain why uh, the Pharisees are wrong and why he has more concern for the heart than he does for clean hands, right? And so if we look then at the first reading today, we have that beautiful example of the Queen of the South, an example that the Lord himself will use when he is condemning that generation. He says the Queen of the South will rise up and judge this generation because she journeyed so far to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. And so she makes all of this effort to go to Solomon to hear wisdom, and we can see that she holds wisdom above all of the earthly treasures. She brings gold and spices, two of the most precious things at that time, and she lays them in abundance in the court of Solomon. So highly does she value wisdom. And this is what the Lord desires in our own hearts, that we desire wisdom and understanding. It shows as well the value that the Lord himself places on wisdom and understanding. Because if we don't act with wisdom and understanding, we can become like the Pharisees, like the scribes. They didn't act with understanding according to God's law. They simply thought that they were right and assumed that they had uh, wisdom, but they did not. And so they're acting in foolishness, and they cannot even see that. It's one of the tragedies of foolishness, right? And so what the Lord does here is he is again inviting the people back to understand. Hear me, all of you, and understand. Seek understanding. Seek wisdom. Take time. 
and we should follow the example of the Queen of the South. It requires effort. It requires effort to gain understanding. It requires effort to gain wisdom. She traveled a great distance. She gave in abundance in order to obtain this wisdom. Do we do the same? Do we make efforts daily to seek wisdom? Do we make efforts daily to open up the scriptures and allow the wisdom and the understanding of God to enter into our hearts? Do we follow the example of the Queen of the South and give as much as we can to show that we value this wisdom? Because the Lord will give his wisdom to hearts that truly desire it and that manifest that desire. And the way in which we manifest the desire for his wisdom is we turn to his wisdom. We turn to his word. We open his word. We take time with his word. That's how we show that we value the word of God, that the scriptures don't sit unopened in our homes and in our houses, but that there is a daily pursuit of the wisdom of God in our life. And so the Lord calls this multitude back. He says, hear me, all of you, and understand. And he shows he's inviting them to see how he sees. That's the very definition of wisdom. Wisdom is to see all things from God's perspective and to value all things from God's perspective. And so as the Lord is calling this crowd to hear him and to understand, that is essentially the invitation to wisdom, to see things as he sees them. And this is how he sees them. We know from scripture that while man judges appearances, the Lord judges the heart. He looks into the heart. And so what he is telling these people is that what he looks at, the heart, that's the source of defilement in all of us, right? Because it is from the heart that sins spring up. It is from the heart where seeds, either good seeds or bad seeds take root and they will eventually become actions and activities in our life. And so our thoughts will eventually lead to action. And so we can choose and we must guard our thoughts. We must guard our interior and guard our hearts. And we must place into our hearts not the seeds of sin, but the seeds of virtue, the seeds of grace, the seeds of Jesus Christ. How do we do that? again by turning to his word and turning to scripture. The Lord says his words are like seeds which he sows in abundance. And so when we come and we make efforts to open the scriptures and to understand them and to allow the seeds of the word to take root in our hearts, well then what springs up from our hearts is not the vices that the Lord and the sins that the Lord lists off at the end of the gospel reading, but will be all of the virtues and the good things that come from God and from his word. And then the one who judges hearts, when he looks into our own heart, he will see not these seeds of viciousness and these seeds of sin, but he will see his own life living there, his own word taking root deep within our hearts. And then that roots, those roots and those, uh, those, that beautiful life of his word in us will spring up into activities that reflect Christ himself. And then we begin to see things and value things from his perspective, which means to know things and to love things from his perspective. 
And so we are invited into this by the Lord today. We are invited into this daily to turn to his scripture, where he says to us, hear me, all of you, and understand. Amen.